Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Referee. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show. Featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Rock. FX Pro Super Rugby, coming your way until August. The biggest season ever. It's rugby supercharged. Yes, indeed, and welcome to the Rock season 2012. Promised to be the biggest and uh, best ever. Forget the World Cup last year. This year is what it is all about. And what a start last night. Harris, Shipley, plenty of blue jerseys. Oh, 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 he's oh, He's quick. in the night. They've stolen four points. How do you do that? There's weeping Waratahs all over the place. They weren't just on the field. There were weeping Waratahs in my lounge room. Uh, I'm joined by one man who has a smile on his face, perhaps because he comes from Queensland. His name is Tim Horan. Morning, Timmy. Morning, boys. Great uh, to be back uh, on the ruck. And uh, what, a, what a moment it was last night. Don Shipley, uh, yeah. very quick bloke, as we saw, and uh, a specialist sevens player. But Never in doubt, was it, boys? <laughs> Matty Burke, not such a big smile on his face. Of course, uh, a Waratahs player as long as a Wallaby. What did you make of it? Oh, it just, do you kick it? Do you? Mm. How do you defend that last minute? Yeah. Uh, Robbie Horn was facing out. He should have faced in. There was nothing in front of him. But what about the, the siren in the background? You couldn't yeah. have planned it any better. He still had to get around. Oh, there was one more defender coming across. Mm-hmm. Well done to him. Yeah, well, certainly the Reds got out of jail, I didn't know, because the Waratahs, that last 40 minutes, they came home and uh, it, it gives them a really good platform for the season. gives the more important certainly the supporters, you know, something to actually cheer for. Yeah, look, it was a terrific game of footy, uh, a shocking end, obviously, for those of us who have a bit of a, a blue-eyed fever. We'll talk <laughs> to Will Genia, who is a very happy man this morning in Imagine. He's up next, but we'll also speak to Ben Robinson, who did brilliantly, because the, the forwards were terrific for the Warriors. They were strong, strong. And that's what it was about. What about Cliffy Parley's first hit on um, Bo Robinson? Oh, and then he yeah. bounced off him, and then uh, he got to Kopi Kepu at the same okay. time. Two blokes you do not want to run into, so... Yeah, they muscled up last night. Yeah, well, look, we're going to talk about that and uh, many other games in great detail. Look, it's my job here, basically, is to learn more about you two, uh, as you know, uh, and share some of the stuff in, about your lives. I've been reading, Timmy, uh, about you, and I read that at some point <coughs> you were announced uh, as being in an Argentinian newspaper, was it, that you'd in fact passed away. Uh, <laughs> is, is this true? Uh, did you pass away, or was it true that, in fact, was announced in a newspaper? Question without notice, yes. Mm. Um, it was, because I had a... Uh, a Troy Coker, who played for the Wallabies for many years in the early 90s, mm. and, and I was at home in Brisbane, and um, he's called from the United States, yeah. and I picked up the phone, and he just said, oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I said, what's wrong, Troy? What's wrong? He said, we've just had a minute's silence for you in a seven-a-side competition in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> and I, he just, he just, we just kept laughing about it. But, yeah, it was, it was, um, I think it was because I'd injured my knee, mm-hmm. and I sort of, um, it got escalated to uh, dying in a car accident. So it was quite, quite a weird scenario in Argentina. It was not back page of their um, sports page. So you've already had a minute silence a for minute you. Silence. Yeah. That is brilliant. We won't be doing that this morning though. You are listening to The Ruck. Will Genia joins us next. Foxtel. For every super rugby game every week live and exclusive. Call Foxtel 131 787. Dreams crushed last night. If you're a Waratahs fan, this is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. We're about to speak to Will Genia before we get there. Just give you some other scores if you've just woken up wondering what has happened in the world of rugby overnight. And yesterday, of course, uh, in the Super Rugby, the Crusaders in a great game over the Blues, 19-18. They can find ways to win, can't they? Like the Reds, Oh, really. they're a wonderful team, the Crusaders. Oh. Dan Carter not there and also Richard McCall for the first five or six weeks. So yep. 
They look good. Brumbies, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about this later on. This was perhaps the worst game of rugby ever. The Brumbies, <laughs> 19, beating the Force, 17, in front of an ever-diminishing crowd. Uh, the Bulls, 18, beat the Sharks, 13. The Highlanders, 23, over the Chiefs, 19. The Stormers, 39, beat the Hurricanes, 26. The Lions, 27. How do they scrabble their 27 points together, oh, Timmy? The Lions, Elton Yanchis, he's mm. kicked nine penalty goals. He's oh. got nine from 11. <laughs> no tries. And they beat, beat the Cheetahs, 27-25, John Mitchell's team. Uh-huh. What about the, 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 imagine the P in the whistle. There'd yes. be nothing left. It'd be shredded. <laughs> yeah. You've got a theory on that, which we'll get to later, mm, Matty Burke, absolutely. about those penalties, what we can do about it. We're solving all your problems here on the Ruck uh, in 2012. <laughs> Balmain in the big game, of course. Uh, 19, beat Petersham 5. The Sebastian Chabal inspired <laughs> Balmain. And uh, I want to get to him in some greater detail, uh, if you love your man, Harry. Uh, right now, though, it was, of course, that huge game with the uh, amazing ending. The Reds, 25, just getting over the Waratahs in the dying seconds. A man who was there. And uh, look, I wanted to just bag somebody from Queensland, but I can't because he's too good a bloke. He is, of course, Wallaby and Reds halfback Will Gania. Will still a smile on your face this morning? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, still um, very proud of the effort, and uh, you know, very lucky as well to get away with the win. It only takes obviously a couple of seconds to break a lot of hearts, uh, and that's what happened last night. But I guess the thing is, being staying there for the entire game to be in a position where you could do that. Yeah, you, you just never give up. And I think we were quite lucky in, uh, at the back end of the game that we got the ball kicked back to us and it, it gave us one last opportunity. And, um, you know, I guess, thank goodness we had someone stand up and really, uh, you know, I guess, rise to the occasion and, and score that try in the end. Uh, Will, Tim, how was uh, Mike Harris's performance? He came in for Quade Cooper and obviously will be there for a period of time whilst Quade is out for probably three quarters of, of the Super Rugby season. How did you think his performance was last night? I think he went well. Obviously, as a goal kicker, I mean, if you start off kicking well, it sort of gets you within, gets you in the game a little bit and gets your rhythm going a little bit more. And um, playing super, playing actual Super Rugby games is different than a trial game. So to to get the you know first hit out together and get that combination working was quite good. Um, and especially against good opposition like the Waratahs. Hey, uh, Will Berkey here, um, the antagonist from New South Wales from last week. <laughs> hey, by the way, one hit wonder, uh, better than a no hit wonder. I thought it was a great comeback, mate. One nil to you. Mate, <laughs> can I just say, that, that, that was, mate, that was blown out of proportion. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not like that. I'm a little bit more respectful than that, mate. <laughs> hey, what about the speed of the game last night? First game of the year. Uh, skills were right up there, I thought. It, it must have been a game where it was, you know, you're gasping for air the whole time. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, it was very intense. I mean, the Waratahs put a lot of pressure on you at the breakdown, so we had to commit a lot of numbers there. And then, you know, we had to, we, we spoke about really trying to stretch them and attack. And uh, for us, obviously, that meant running around a, a little bit more. So it was definitely uh, burning on the lungs. And I thought a good start to the season for both sides. Mate, speaking of burning on the lungs, you were there. You were chasing Tatafa Palotta now down. From the pass was ruled forward. Come on, be honest with me, Will. Was that a forward pass to Taf, which would have put the game beyond doubt? I uh, haven't watched the replay. I don't think so. I think it was very flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, he was, when he made that break, he was looking at me smiling because I think he knew he had me burned. <laughs> How quick is he? He's incredible, isn't he? Yeah. What about his slam? Yeah. At the end, yeah. to get it down. Yeah. Brilliant work. Yeah. It was... The big hands just put it over the line. <laughs> hey, Will, you, you did say the intensity was up last night. You could, you could see that. And as you mentioned, at the breakdown, the Waratahs, they counter-rucked really well, didn't they, to try and, like a lot of sides, try and slow the Reds' ball down by putting their hands on the ball at the breakdown. But the Waratahs seem to counter-ruck a lot more than they ever have. Yeah, they did. And it definitely sort of disrupted our momentum. I think when we got onto the ball for three or four phases, we looked quite good. You know, we were getting on front foot and uh, making line breaks at certain stages. But they obviously targeted that as an area to, to put pressure on us. And, you know, it did. It turned over a lot of our ball, uh, which stored our attack.
Uh, well, you force next week uh, back home, uh, struggling again. The force they can't get the, over the line the last couple of minutes there. Um, what do you take out of obviously looking at that Brumbies force game beforehand? Do you even watch the game or do you just fast forward? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I mean, we played them in the trial and they weren't too um, dissimilar to obviously the way they played there. They they tend to kick a fair bit and um, uh, I guess if you put pressure on them, that their ten standard stands. Often drops back in the pocket and just plays quite deep. So if we can put pressure on them with line speed that way and get them behind the advantage line, I think it's an area that we can target and uh, in putting pressure on their breakdown. Uh, well, what, what about Dom Shipley last night when he came into the dressing shed? Was he excited? He's a pretty shy, quiet sort of guy, isn't he? Mate, he didn't stop smiling. I think the whole night. He had a big smile on his face. All he couldn't believe it. He was. I was on the other side of the field on the other wing calling for a cross kick or something. And he, uh, I saw him beat about four blokes. <laughs> well, mate, congratulations on the win last night uh, and good luck for the rest of the season as you defend that title. Lovely to talk to you, Will Genia. Thank you very much, guys. There he goes, the great number nine for the Reds. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk, we are going to talk to Ben Robertson a little bit later on. We are going to get underneath the Shabal hairdo uh, with a man who's actually been in. You've roomed with him. Is that the story, Matty? Incredibly scary as well. Okay, we'll get to that shortly. Next, uh, the Brumbies and the Force. There's a review of that game which I really would love to share with you. Foxtel, for every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive. Call Foxtel, 131 787. This is The Rock. 2012 edition, Tony Squires, Matt Burke, Tim Horan with you. Matty Burke uh, slept in his car last night, just so to let you know that. Uh, and my never-in question, just to give you a bit more of insight on these two boys who, have, yes, they've played thousands and thousands of games for the Wallabies. Where did you sleep? In your car? In the garage, by the side of the road? What happened? Yeah, I'm, I'm downstairs in the basement here at the at the Triple M building, uh-huh. and, and it's like the old business class seats. You can't quite go all the way down, down, so you sort of go you know, on the angle on the way mm-hmm. through. Hang on, just explain a bit why you were sleeping in the car. <laughs> Accelerator gets in the way. I did the Six Nations overnight with ESPN, so uh, uh, watch yeah. the games, Ireland, Italy, Wales, England, and the results on that game. Ireland 42 beat England... Um, Start again. Ten. Ireland 42 beat Italy 10. Mm-hmm. Super game. Sexton was outstanding. And Wales 19, England 12. Wales got a, tr- a runaway try at the end of the game. Well, weren't Williams. the England fans uh, a little bit early in their celebrations? Yeah, they, they, yeah. they like it. Uh, mm. 61 minutes uh, into the game, uh, swing low, sweet chariot. Gets oh, belted out. out. Yeah, 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 like, you know, basically pack up your bags, boys, and go home. We've oh, got this game. And, uh, and this guy, Scott Williams, stole the ball from Courtney Laws, his second rower. Kicked through, got an incredible bounce, and thanks for coming. Well, that's, uh, so that's a triple crown for... That's a triple crown for them. So well, of course, are uh, nice. uh, heading to Australia this season. Mm. It's been terrific test match. Uh, Timmy, sleep in your car last night? What's your story? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, uh, no, no, no. I had a nice sleep. Went to bed early. Did the, mm-hmm. uh, the Fox Sports uh, mm-hmm. game out at, uh, mm-hmm. at ANZ Stadium. Had a nice sleep, and uh, here bright and early. All right, <laughs> can I just ask you, you may have seen it, because I, I must admit I missed the game, uh, the force, the Brumbies in the force was in Canberra, uh, and I'm really disappointed I missed it, because I'm just looking at Greg Groudon's review. Of, can I just read it to you. Sure. It's, uh, it's, it's terrific. If you missed it, this will show why you should have been there. Um, the Australian Conference could not have started in a more exasperating fashion as each team forgot they actually had a back line. Ignore the fact that having the ball in your hands can actually be advantageous. Try to outdo each other in kicking the ball as stupidly as possible. <laughs> then, whenever having a shot at goal, acting as if they were trying to boot it with their wrong foot. The biggest <laughs> shot was the shock that was, uh, took half an hour before the Canberra crowd started to leave and jeer. Was it that bad? It wasn't a great game. I tell you what. The, <laughs> I tell you what. The, the, Brum, the Brumbies would be pretty happy though. They haven't won down there for a while. But uh, Jake White, Jake White, uh, his first game in charge for the for the Brumbies. He's had this Brumbies team together since about the start of August. So yeah. they've only had about three Wallabies out of their team. So they've been uh, together for a long time. Ben Mowen, who came from the, the Waratahs, yep. is, is captain now. So, uh, but the Western Force, did I tell you what? They've got a very good back row, but 
you know, they're struggling in the backs and no side wanted to stretch the ball wide. They, they, they were shy of the referee, what they were going to do and and I tell you what, the, the force will have to improve a lot on uh, Saturday night in Brisbane against the Reds. The try that Mogg scored, that first try, just reeked Greg and Larkham. Greg and Larkham doing the, the, the coaching down there, the 9-10 sort of combination. Mm-hmm. And it was classically you know, all the stuff that we yep. did all that time ago. 8-9 peel. Is that the first time you've ever said the sentence yeah. reeked Greg and Larkham? <laughs> well, it's all, it sounds like a law firm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or should I say metrosexual Greg and <laughs> And, and Bernie, I don't remember that. That that does he wear that uh, headgear anymore? He might have. He might have shelved that. But um, I like that. It was. It was. Pungent. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, the law firm off the good wife, doesn't it? Yeah, it does indeed. Listen to the Raksula to come. Ben Robinson from the Waratahs. Uh, look, I really admire him. He's getting out of bed, having been on the receiving end of a shocking uh, last-second loss. We'll have a chat with him. we get uh, Berkey's theory on penalty goals and Shabal, Sebastian Shabal. He's in Sydney. Look out. Foxtel. For every super rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Tim Horan, Matt Burke, Tony Squires with you. The big game of rugby yesterday. Balmain, 19, beat Petersham 5 uh, in the beautiful Subbies competition. Of course, Balmain inspired by the caveman, Sebastian Chabal, the uh, the French number 8, who scored a try, uh, played brilliantly. Berkey, I want to get uh, some detail from you because I know that this uh, large, hairy man who appeared, appeared at Taronga Zoo during the week, frightening our native animals... <laughs> was uh, he getting in or get, coming out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was breaking out uh, to play the game. He, he's been here for a few days. I think he leaves t- today. and mm. Balmain have brought him over. You've had some terrific experience, and I don't know if you have as well, Timmy. But before we do that, for those of you who don't know him or haven't seen him, perhaps you could you could go to our, our, our Facebook now and just follow the ruck and you'll be able to see this ad that I'm going to play you a bit from uh, right this very second, which is terrific. He's such a, a cult hero uh, around the world and certainly in France. He's huge. So why wouldn't he have a doll named after him? This Valentine's Day, give the gift your lover really wants. Introducing Shabal Bear. Warning, Cheval Bear is not for everyone, including people who are weak or easily disturbed. Cheval Bear should not be left alone with pets. Do not look Cheval Bear directly in the eyes. In time, Cheval Bear will grow physically stronger. Unexplained sweat stains could be a sign that Cheval Bear is unhappy. Cheval Bear is not a toy. Cheval Bear can hear you even when you whisper. At night, Cheval Bear will watch you sleep. Cheval Bear cannot be destroyed. If Cheval Bear escapes from cage, run away. Cage sell separately. <laughs> How good is that? That's <laughs> brilliant. Don't look Cheval Bear in the yeah, eye. Cheval no. <laughs> Bear's not for pets. No, exactly. Oh, I must have to talk about the sweat stains. Now, Cheval Bear, you have had close contact with Matty Burke. Well, he was my roomie a couple of years ago in a, one of those Barbarians games, and uh, I walked into the room. He ended up opening the window thinking, get yeah, a nice bit of fresh air into a, 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 a sort of a hot, you know, uh, humid mm. uh, Scotland uh, room, mm-hmm. and then proceeds to just uh, light up a cigarette. And uh, <laughs> it was like, a, is there a problem? Is there a problem? Uh, uh, no, of course not. Hey, do your best. You do uh, if you, you look want, me in the yeah. eye, yeah. not for pets. Exactly right. I saw him last night, actually. He was coming off the game. He was a rock star last night. You know, the, yeah. the crowd there was to see him to start with. Yeah. And as he was walking off, uh, you know, the, the Bowman team had the tunnel. They gave him the three cheers. And he was walking through. And I said, Sebastian, how are you? And he said, oh, I met you. I said, how was that? And he said, I am... Really? That was it. He was a bit tired. He, he was a bit, he was he had, a bit yeah. tired. He had number eight on his back. He should have had number 11. The amount of times he spent on the wing. So for all, <laughs> all our listeners, it was, the, it was the, the pre-game to obviously New South Wales, Queensland. Yeah. And there was about 
25, 30, nearly 30,000 people there the last 20 minutes of the match just to see Sebastian Chabal play. So and in terms of, this is a club rugby, mm. uh, but it's not even, you know, your Randwick kind of, the, the top level club Sub rugby. It's it's several, yeah, second division. Several, second it? division, that's right. So this is, it's quite an amazing coup to have somebody like him play this. And Warren Livingston, of course, from the Balmain Club, which has struggled. And, you know, it's a left field idea, terrific mm. idea to bring him out here. Yeah, it was great. Great promotion for the game and also for sub districts rugby. But it was interesting to see um, Warren Livingston say during the week that, he had a space in his international transfer <laughs> because Matt Giddo uh, was playing for the club, but he's obviously over in France playing now. So he said, we had a window, we had a space there, so we brought him out for four or five days and uh, great promotion. Yeah, just brilliant. Uh, the Chabal Bear, we'll see if we can get you one uh, in this studio next week. It's terrific. Uh, a great effort from him and the Balmain Subbies, of course, who did win that game 19-5 over Petersham. Uh, you are listening to the ruck, Ben Robinson, who played in the game following from the Waratahs, still slightly heartbroken, but he'll join us next. Foxtel, for every Super Rugby game, Every week, live and exclusive. Call Foxtel 131787. Green Day with the appropriate boulevard of broken dreams, which is exactly what happened uh, outside ANZ Stadium in Sydney last night for the Waratahs. And the man who was there and was part of it played great after uh, injuries last season that kept him out of the World Cup. He is, of course, a friend to this show, and we really appreciate him uh, joining us from what must be a little bit of still gut busting. Ben Robinson, good morning. Good morning, guys. <clears throat> How are you? How was that dressing room after that amazing last second loss? Yeah, it was uh, it was tough being in there. Um, I think you had to look at the game and and for seven nine minutes of the game, you think, yeah, we, we've done pretty well. We played all right, and pl- didn't play our best, but um, you know we let Queensland in. You know they, they definitely took their chances and uh, and got with the win, but it's pretty gut wrenching. Benny, you started well last night. To uh, in a way, you're in you were physical and, and intimidating up front. That was obviously a a big, uh, a big key for you guys to nullify the Queensland attack. Yeah, definitely, Bruce. <laughs> um, I think you know against your, you know, I suppose yeah, the teams in your, you know, poor. You you want to be strong. You want to be physical. Um, you know, Queensland, um, you know, a strong physical side. And we thought if we had that pressure on them earlier, then that would uh, transfer into points. Um, you know, our first try came out of some pressure in the set piece, and, and Cliffy picked up there, and uh, that was definitely a plan of ours. Uh, Benny, gr- great to see you back personally, and I think you played nearly 70 minutes of the game last night after um, what was a pretty big um, knee operation you had last year. How is that holding up? It, it looks pretty strong, mate, in the scrums. Yeah, it was very strong. Um, I think with the S&C staff at the Tars, they definitely push you to, uh, uh, to, to a strong limit, making sure that you know you, you sort of cover all your bases there. But no, it felt really good. Um, I think my lungs were busting after about 30 <laughs> minutes. Um, I didn't know I was going to make it that far, but no, it was good. It was a good effort. Um, you know, I think Mona held, held up pretty well, and uh, I think the thing for us now is another five, six days, and we got the uh, we got the Rebels uh, down there in Melbourne. Mate, I, I grew up in an era of watching rugby where if a ball floated or was in fact thrown eight metres forward, that was still okay. <laughs> uh, in fact, it was encouraged. Last night, that was just a flat good ball to Taff, who went and scored that try. Is he still bitter and twisted? No, I don't think he is. I think that's just footy. You get your good calls and get your bad calls. Um, you know, it's just the way, just the way the cookie crumbles, I suppose. But yeah, it's a little bit disappointing. Um, you know, I don't think they can go to a you know, third umpire or match review there, but it's a bit disappointing. But on the other on the other side, you know, we had a few decisions that sort of went our way as well. And yeah. I think we need to learn to deal with those situations and bounce back out of them. Taff won't remember anyhow that, that the helmet of his didn't help him in the, when he got kneed in the head. It just it continues to run for Taff on the way through. Hey, Benny, what about the young blokes? Um, Tommy Kingston, uh, Brax, they did well last night. They enjoyed the experience. 
Yeah, they did very well. Um, yeah, Tommy Kingston, you know, and, and Brax, you know, they're good young players. Um, even Bernard Foley, who played a game for us last year in the semis, he came off the bench and had a really strong game. Um, you know, people talk a little bit about injuries and so forth, but for these players to come in and get some good experience, he's very healthy for the side, and they, and they played really well. Uh, Betty, what about Michael Foley, new coach? Um, how's he been in the preparation in the lead-up to this um, Super Rugby tournament? And what was he like after the game? Did he um, talk to the group as one? Yeah, he did. He, uh, he got the guys together, and I think his main points were that, you know, you, it was a tough game. You guys played well, and, you know, it's, it's disappointing to let them in in the last 30 seconds. But I think the biggest point for us now is it's literally five, six-day turnaround now. Um you know, we, we need to bounce back from this and, and realise where we went wrong. Um, you know, look look at the points where we played well and, and take those into the game next week. But, you know, five, six days, it's not a long time. But I just have to start getting ready for it. All right, mate. Well, look, uh, we really appreciate you joining us on the show. It must be tough uh, after a loss like that. But as always, great to talk to you, Benny. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. There he goes. Man. Ben Robertson. Now, now Timmy, uh, earlier you were telling me that you had that there were specific areas you reckon that they should the tape should play for the Waratahs to n- make sure they can improve on what happened last night. Well, I think if you're a coach, Michael Foley, and, and you'd review the whole game, but certainly the players probably should look at the last two or three minutes of that uh, video and, and go through it play by play because it's really it was 25 seconds to go in the game mm-hmm. and the Reds turned the ball over. And then the Waratahs kicked the ball straight back to the Reds. You can see, and Michael Foley said after the game, he can understand why, because there was an opportunity on the right-hand side. But um, there'll just be a lesson there for the Waratahs just to how to close a game out and finish a game that last couple of minutes. Maybe just get one of the Crusaders tapes from previous years when they Brad Thorne one side, uh, Kieran Reid the other side, pass left, set up the mall, pass right, set up the mall. And just clock just runs down. And then all of a sudden the halfback goes, we're done, sir. Thanks very much. And kick it into touch. And, and that's that experience that they'll get out of that. And is that also now something that the Reds have in, in their DNA, that notion that you can win when you really should lose? Well, they, they hung in there, didn't they, the Reds? And it was a great performance by them just to stay there and, as you said, Tane, just to be there in a position to actually be able to win the game. So uh, they'll be pretty pleased to get away with that, the Reds, but they were in a position to um, to win the game in the end. So, And they go back. They've got 30,000 members now, um, the Queensland 30, Reds. 30,000? So that's, you know, that's going to be a, a massive game against the force on Saturday night. And you would think most games now the Reds would probably pick up over that thirty to 35,000 mark. What's your percentage these days, Tim? What are you getting out of that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 110%. <laughs> you are listening to The Ruck. When we come back, oh, as we do at the beginning of every season, just put these boys' thoughts on the line. Their mm. predictions for season 2012, we keep them in a capsule, we dig them up at the end of the season to show just how stupid they were. Foxtel, for every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel, 131787. All right, it's that time where we have a look at the season ahead and decide well Tim Horan and Matt Burke certainly do since they're the ones who have worn gold jerseys uh, I've <laughs> worn I think it was Swansea fifth grade gee I was good though uh, I'd like to know who you Wait, think you did you have a beard did I I still can't grow a beard what are you talking about <laughs> I'm 51 I've never been able to grow a beard it's pathetic barely grow hair under 51, my arm 51 and y- your eyes look a bit sort of red actually have you had any sleep the last 48 hours Timmy, thank you very much for asking. No, I haven't had any sleep and why, whatsoever. And why is that, Tony? And you've actually got a very big smile on your face. I well. do. 51 and still producing children. Isn't it terrific? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Well, yes, indeed. I, look, my beautiful wife, Kate, gave birth to uh, 
Helena May Squires just two days ago. Oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Little girl. Congratulations. Yeah, a little girl who, yes, hasn't yet been to sleep. But terrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I've had a lot of coffee and I'm ready to go. Uh, I want to know from you boys how this season is going to pan out. Before we do, I, mean, I guess one of the teams we will be looking at, the Reds. There's always the question mark over the team that wins a competition. Uh, things about motivation, uh, whether they can back up. You and Mackenzie, the super coach, who uh, writes beautifully in the Herald and various other vehicles, and I'm always there reading him. And uh, what he writes about is saying that he believes they are going to be the hunted this year, which is obviously what they always are, and says the perception is that we'll be so riddled with complacency in the good life that we won't muster a a whimper, let alone a sweat. And he writes beautifully, uh, let it be said that a souffle rises but once, but the Reds are not a souffle. (laughs) I I think that um, actually got posted uh, online. I think that was Dear Matt. Um, (laughs) I think that was a response to uh, my throwaway lines, as I said before. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt that when you play well... No, no, you can't just say that. Tell me what your throwaway line... Because we we heard Gordania saying it. Yeah, we had the launch, uh, the Waratahs launch... Uh, Thursday a week ago and, and Eelsie and I got up there as the old blokes talking about super rugby and basically went through Damien Smith when he tried to knock Campo's head off in 1997 I think yeah. team in that game mm-hmm. uh, and we went through had a bit of a laugh and uh, Greg Clark was, was sorting it out he said Eelsie who's going to win yeah. Eelsie said Queensland mm-hmm. uh, for the reasons of and then uh, myself I said well New South Wales for the reasons of there's no Cooper they, they, they're going to maybe struggle in that department but they'll find someone so you were bagging the Reds were you yeah. oh, that's massive, massively bagging the Reds yeah. in, in my nice way I said they're going to they, they, may, they may struggle because there's no Cooper uh-huh. uh, who's going to provide the spark and second year everyone always chases your heart uh-huh. and some blokes got Cooper can't play without Cooper and second year they won't do any well and he's written a full article so I was yes. really I, I, I liked it but as I said one hit wonder better than a no-hit one day. I thought it was a, uh, a good very retort. good comeback. Good line, was it? So. <laughs> All right, well, let's go through it then. Let's, uh, your, who you think will be... Say that, let's go to the top six. And by the way, you two guys did very well last thing. It was four out of six for both of you. So, okay. you, yeah, you are coming off a good base. The top six in the Super 15 2012 will be Tim Horan. Well, I think the Crusaders are going to be very hard to beat because they're, they're, last year they didn't play many games at home because obviously the earthquake. But now they've got their home ground happening in Christchurch with a, a stadium of about 18,500 people at home. So... Um, there'll be plenty of um, people watching from the, the yeah. rooftops. Yeah. And, but I think the Crusaders, I think the Reds will be around about third or fourth. I think they'll, they will, they've got a harder draw this year. They play the, the Crusaders away, yeah. also the Blues away, uh, and they've got a tough uh, tough draw in, in, in South Africa. So you reckon they had it easy last year? Well, they had the heart, when you have the harder <laughs> team, when you have the harder teams at home, they seem to be, yeah, bang. In that nice way of yours, yeah, Matt. Yeah, that's right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Crusaders sort of Red Stormers. There's your top three. Yep. And then I'd say the Tars will be there about when they get their players back, Rocky Elsom and, and Drew Mitchell. Uh, I think the Blues from, from Auckland will be very hard to beat, and also the Sharks as well. Sharks. So there's my top six. Did you copy Mercedes, Red Storm, Tars, Blue? No, that's in a particular order. It? Okay, it's in the order you. I've written yeah. it down. <laughs> <laughs> Matty? Well, I just shuffle them around. I've gone Blues, Sharks, and, well, unlike you, Timmy, I won't criticise a, a country and get the, the Twitter um, smashed at the same time. Yeah. I think the Reds will go well again this year, and they may, I reckon they'll be at the top of their conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Waratahs are going to be there, thereabouts again, and also Crusaders and Stormers. So Sharks, Blues, and Reds. Mm-hmm. And then also Crusaders, Stormers, and Tars to finish up well in, in box those last three, again, <laughs> like, like I did last year. Well, the Stormers are going to be very hard to beat from Cape Town. Um, mm, Scott yeah. Berger got injured last night, uh, pretty uh, a bad knee injury, got stretched off. So if he's out for a period of time, that's going to hurt the Stormers, no doubt. All right, one word then out of those six teams: champions, Crusaders, Blues, champion Blues. Mm. All right, okay, there you have it. Aussie Player of the Year. 
Aussie player of the year. Rob Horn, for mine, I, I really like watching Rob Horn play. I just hope he gets some consistency in his game and actually strings some games together. I know well, that... you're going to want to hope that because you've named him as player of the yeah, year. Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> or, or can I have a... Uh, or, 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 or Scott Higginbotham. I think Scott Higginbotham mm. will come of age this year. All right. Or uh, Scott, Scott Higginbotham. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to uh, Kurtley Beale. More responsibility down in Melbourne. I think he needs to yeah. stand up and, and play big this year again. Yeah, we actually haven't spoken about the, what the players that the Waratahs have lost in, in terms of excitement value, but that mm. can be uh, next week. All right, then, the Wooden Spurners, finally. Oh, for me, I think the Cheaters. Cheaters, love it. I think uh, with the only way of scoring points through nine penalty goals, the Lions, I think might be a chance there. So they won last night, though. But Yeah, they did, 27-25. All right, thanks, boys. We are, they are going into the time capsule. They'll be dug up uh, at the end of the season to see exactly how you went. Just give you those other scores on the way through before we say goodbye to you. The Stormers, 39, beat the Hurricanes, 26. Reds, 25. Over the Waratahs, 21. The Highlanders, 23. The Chiefs, 19. The Bulls, 18. The Sharks, 13. What about the Bulls, Sharks? Oh, 51,000 yeah. people. In Pretoria, watch that game. Exactly. Well, the Bull Sharks, that's an angry shark, the Bull Shark. The Brumbies, 19, beat the 417. The Crusaders, uh, made myself laugh. Crusaders, 19. The Blues, 18. Uh, Ireland, 42, beat Italy, 10. And Wales, 19, beat England, 12. It's a ruck. We'll come back, wrap it all up for you. Foxtel, for every super rugby game every week, live and exclusive. Call Foxtel, 131 787. It's the ruck for Foxtel, the only place, Tony, to see super rugby live. What the hell are you doing talking straight out? I thought that was my job, man. Right, well, you're coming back with the coffee. So yeah. <laughs> uh, look, we've just got a couple of minutes to share with you. It's only an hour of this show, but make sure you tune in every Sunday as we go through the stuff that is happening in the world of rugby. Now, this, we, we've talked, obviously, about the Waratahs and we've talked about the, uh, the Reds. Australian franchises is really important, isn't it, the force, how they go. Now, you mentioned, Matty, that Curtly Beale, for example, mm. he's leaving the Waratahs and we're worrying about the entertainment value that the Waratahs didn't really show last year. Curtly Beale was the man who provided that kind of spark. Uh, they looked last night, certainly the game was entertaining, if only for a last-second loss. <laughs> what have the force done and do you think the changes they've made will, in fact, uh, help them out? Well, they, remember, they've lost O'Connor, haven't they? That's the, that was the big one. And that dragged on for so long. Yep. He's gone across to now the Melbourne... The Rebels Bulls. joining Kirtley Bill. You wonder if it was a, uh, a bit of a, a two-for-one deal, so to speak, as yeah. in making a pact to go down there. But they are certainly, hopefully, will light up Melbourne Rebels and, and provide something special there. Two mm-hmm. pretty good players. The force, Stan Abel was okay the other night. I thought he, yep. you know, he, he did a good job. But who is there anyone there uh, to, to do something special? Richard Graham was talking about uh, the winger Napolini to say he's just... An, when he gets the ball and some space, could be anything. So hopefully he might be able to... Uh, to really have a good crack over in Perth. I don't think it's uh, two for one for Beale. No, no, no. I don't think it was that cheap. But, two um, times one, one times two. Th- those two players, yeah, as long as they don't rely on a Curtly Beale and James O'Connor at the Rebels, but certainly home games, they uh, they have got a very good crowd average, so that'll, that'll get them up. You um, think they would tick over now, those crowds in, in Melbourne, don't you, with yeah, those yeah, two players? Yeah, you'd, you'd think so early on, and they've yeah. got to show some promise, whereas the Western Force, uh, it's, a, it's a big job for Richard Graham, the coach, to be able to deliver there. It's, uh, they didn't show a lot... Uh, in their first game. Yes, it's only early in the, in the competition. Mm-hmm. Same with the Brumbies. The Brumbies got away with quite a, a solid win there. They've got a, a good young team there now, so they've got some promise. All right, look, it's been great to share this hour with you. The first one back, Matty Burke, you can uh, return to your car to finish your kip. You've had, like, three hours sleep. Just, uh, and Tony, what are you, back to the hospital? Back to the hospital, C-bomb? my stretcher bed next yes. to the uh, the newborn baby uh, where I'll wake up every 45 minutes uh, uh, to, you know, say, here, well, my beautiful wife, take the baby. Uh, that is life. That is the ruck. Have a great week. Enjoy your rugby. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.